Good afternoon and welcome to Treasures of the Heart. This is Pastor Luanne Youngman, and here we are on the very last Sunday of, in the last day, right, of January, the month of January. So we are moving forward with, into a new month of February, and things will happen in February, like Valentine's Day, and we're going to start Lent. Believe it or not, the middle of the month of February, we're going to start Lent. And uh, we're going to continue, though, to be in the book of Revelation for a little while yet. We are working our way to the end, but we're not there at this time. But we are in chapter 16, and we're going to be looking at verse 5. So while you're gathering your Bibles and getting your tablet or your pen or whatever those things that you need, um, I just pray that you are being safe and if you are getting the vaccine, then I pray that it uh, it works the way that it's created to by protecting you without uh, any too difficult of side effects. But I also want to let you know that there's something exciting going on in, in my life that I've been working on some different things. And um, I, have a, I have a ministry that is called MLU Ministries, and it's an LLC. And I'm also going to have a new website, and I'm going to have an e-commerce store and there you're going to be able to also see pages of my videos that are going to be taken from Facebook and YouTube, and they'll be on there, even my radio messages. That way I'm going to upload them to my website. So if you, you know, were part of a series and you're like, oh, shoot, I missed, you know, I missed that Sunday, you can go right to my website and you will be able to listen to anything or watch anything that, um, you know, that has been of interest to you. And I'm going to have a new blog page. So I'm going to be writing about some things, uh, especially, um, you know, about communication and things that are happening and just some of the things that I want to share that's like on my heart. And then also there's going to be a page there that will highlight um, I'm a certified coach with the East Ohio Conference of the United Methodist Church. But I'm a, I'm a certified coach, and so you'll be able to maybe ask me questions, and you'll be able to also ask if I would take you on as far as working with you uh, as, a, as a coach in your life. And, um, and then that we could discuss what that pay would look like. So there's a lot of different things that are going to be forthcoming, and it's going to be in kind of all encapsulated in this website that I'm so very excited about. So I will let you know, hopefully by, you know, next week, I will be able to share with you um, things that are I'm going to be doing. And also on the e-commerce store, uh, you, I can't sell food off of there, but I have a cottage food also a business that's going to be on the e-commerce page. So I, you can order things anywhere from, you know, like, uh, sugar cookies that are iced or decorated. You can order different types of fudge. Uh, there will be all kinds of pictures in the e-commerce of things and explanations of what you can do. And um, I can only do that locally in the state of Ohio. And some things I can ship and some things I might be able to locally deliver. But um, I'm just going to have pictures for you just to see everything that is coming forth and on a smaller scale. Um, but it's just something that um, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll just be able to be here to help you in more ways than I am on just Sunday afternoon. So it should be interesting just to see what we're doing. And again, like I said, it's just very small scale. And most of the uh, food products are going to just be special, like 
Valentine's Day or during Easter or during Mother's Day. And then I'm hoping, you know, as we work into the garden season, that I'm going to be able to do some blogging about that. Maybe also be talking about gardening and certain things that you can do. I've been doing it for years and I've already got my seeds for this year. I am so ready to get in the garden. But what we need to do now is enough of that stuff. I need to get into the book of Revelation with you. Chapter 16, looking at verse 5. So read along with me. If, if you're driving, you need to pull off the side of the road. But let's listen because remember, this is the end of the, the wrath of God's pouring out of the bowls of wrath. And we know that, that the bowls have already been poured out as far as on the earth, and they've been poured out on the sea, and they've been poured out on the springs and on, on the blood. So we know that from last week that God's wrath is being poured on those who follow the beast, those who have taken his number, and now they are being, uh, the wrath of God is coming upon them with this loathsome and malignant sores on their body. And that the other angels, the second and third angel, are pouring out the bulls upon the sea and upon the rivers and the springs. And they're all turning to blood and everything in them will pass away. Now, we're in verse 5. Let's read. And I heard the angel of the waters saying, Righteous art thou, who art and who wast, O holy one, because thou didst judge these things. For they poured out the blood of saints and prophets, and thou hast given them blood to drink, and they deserve it. Now, I know that sounds harsh, doesn't it? If you remember, though, early in the book of Revelation, there were those who were kind of in a holding. They had died for their faith. And they were kind of, they were like crying out, Lord, how long, how long before you revenge our death from those on the earth who had killed them for their faith in Jesus Christ? So now we are seeing that what they were asking God to do or waiting for God to do, now we see where in this passage of Scripture, God is pouring out these wraths because they poured it out. They poured out the blood of saints, those on the earth who followed the beast and those who, uh, you know, were against Christians. And so they killed them. And so now there comes the wrath of God for the blood that they spilled of God's people. So that's why it said in verse 6, they poured out the blood of saints and prophets and you have given them blood to drink and they deserve it because they shed the blood of God's people. Now they are being made, if they're going to drink anything, it's going to look like or it may very well be blood. And then verse 7 says, and I heard the altar saying, yes, O Lord God, the almighty, true and righteous are your judgments. And it could be those that were there, right? And in that holding pattern, and they were crying out, how long, how long, O Lord? And it could be these very ones that are saying, yes, thank you, Lord, for avenging our death. And it's right, and it's true. Your judgments are right and true. Verse 8, so the fourth angel poured out his bowl upon the sun, and it was given it to scorch men with fire. And the men were scorched with fierce heat and they blasphemed. That means they like cursed the name of God who has the power over these plagues. And they did not repent so as to give him glory. Now that means their heart was hardened. If you remember back whenever God sent Moses to set his people free from the Egyptian slavery and the Pharaoh, every time something happened, you know, and then Moses was like, let my people go. Pharaoh said no, and he hardened his heart. 
and refused to let them go. And if you remember that story at the end in the book of Exodus, Pharaoh is the one that paid. And those who followed him were drowned in the sea. Do you see a similarity here? Because it's coming upon the earth and upon those who have hardened their hearts, who have not repented, who have not accepted the Lord, even after plague after plague, death after death, after all of these things, they still curse him. And so it's like, here comes more wrath upon these men. So now verse 10 says, and the fifth angel poured out his bowl upon the throne of the beast, upon the throne of the beast and his kingdom became darkened and they gnawed their tongues because of pain. Verse 11, and they blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains in their sores and they did not repent of their deeds. Verse 12, and the sixth angel poured out his bowl upon the great river, the Euphrates, and its water was dried up, that the way might be prepared for the kings from the east. Now, what in the world does that all mean? Well, we have six bowls of wrath that have been poured out. And, and if you remember that um, in chapter 15, at the end of that chapter, verse 8, let me read it to you again. The temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no one was able to enter the temple until, here's the part, the seven plagues of the seven angels were finished. Right? And so even if you go back to the first verse of chapter 15, you'll hear about being finished. It says in verse 1 of 15, I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels who had seven plagues, which are the last because them the wrath of God is finished. So what we're seeing here in chapter 16, and we're not going to finish it today, but what we see here is God now has called forth the angels. John has seen the vision and he's watching this vision unfold, how it's going to unfold and how God's wrath, his last of the finished wrath, the last bold judgments are being pulled out, poured out. Now, what we see is the wrath of God is being poured out on the beast, the false prophet, you know, the Antichrist, and anyone who has taken the mark and has chosen to, to denounce Christ or to turn from him and walk with the beast. Now, now God is going to reveal himself as he did to Pharaoh when Moses was sent to deliver his people. Now it's like, this is why you don't want to follow the beast or take his number. It would be better to die and have an eternity in heaven than it is to follow the beast, the Antichrist, the false prophet, take the mark, and eternally be damned before you even get to go to hell you're going to experience torment on earth so malignant sores things that are so bad i mean you can't drink the water you can't it's blood and then you know it goes on and it goes on and there now he's actually poured 
and on the sun. So now they're being scorched, you know, blistered. Their skin is on fire and, and it's going to just like eat them kind of up. And they are cursing God for the pain. And then the next bowl comes down and it is on the throne of the beast. Who has all power here? God has all power. God has all authority. The beast has not been able to stop. The, the enemy hasn't been able to stop the gods pouring out of his wrath. If he was so powerful, don't you think that he could counter this and save the people who are following him from God's wrath? But he can't because the enemy is really just a, a weak, slithering snake, a lord of flies and lies and torment. And he's not stopping the torment. Now, now God has poured his wrath upon even the throne of the beast and his kingdom. So the Antichrist and the kingdom, and they are gnawing their tongues because of the pain. And yet they're still not repenting. They are not believing. They are blaspheming and cursing the God of heaven. That's what it said in verse 11, right? They're blaspheming the God of heaven. And then he can then, then it said he was preparing away, right? After the great river Euphrates dried up for the kings of the east to come. Well, why are the kings of the east going to come? Well, we haven't gotten to the seventh bowl of wrath yet. And we're not going to go there until next week. Mostly because, again, I want to be able to share with you, um, without hurrying through, how things are going to play out. So next week, we will look at that seventh bowl of wrath. I will tell you, you have probably heard of the Battle of Armageddon. And you have probably heard that at some point there may be a World War III. So this could be likened to that. And we know that Jesus eventually is coming back. I mean, if prophets of old, right, foretold his coming to earth, which is historical fact, he did. He did miracles. He showed the people father and the glory of the father we know that he is no longer in a tomb he has been raised from the dead and promised that he is coming back and you know next month as i said we're going to be in lent and lent is a preparation for the coming or for the for the death and burial of christ right and his resurrection at easter time and then jesus you know he 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 comes back he, in the book of acts and then it goes on and on and then he goes back to the father but it says always and all the way through the Bible, he's coming back again at the right time, at the right moment. So here we are in this chapter as we are nearing the end of the book of Revelation, and you are going to see what is going to unfold. My friends, I would say you need to stay close to Jesus, and you need to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. You make sure that you are right with your God. This is Pastor Luan treasures of the heart.